Welcome to another episode of Chat with Nat. I have not uploaded an episode in about two weeks. Oh no. Oh my goodness. The people across the street, they messed up their garage because they had... Oh shit, did they... Oh, did they hit it? Oh no, his mom is going to be pissed. He's a teenager. Oh shoot. I think they like ran into the garage because it's like not going up. Oh no. <laughs> Anyways. A <laughs> um, <clears throat> lot of life updates coming. Right now, my husband is gone. He left yesterday. Today is Friday. Um, he's going to be gone for about two weeks. And um, I don't know. So I have officially started my job from 7.30 to 5 every single day. For um, I work Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And <clears throat> I am a little, I, I, I'm a little thrown off because... I like a schedule and I didn't really get, I just started working this week from 7.30 to 5. So I didn't have a lot of time to, now he's taking photos of the garage, probably to send to his mom. Um, (laughs) I didn't really have a lot of time to get a schedule like worked out and stuff like that, but I'm making it um, and we have, I, I feel like because our daughter, she's an only child. She, we accommodate a lot to her and we have to be so accommodating as like, we have to stop accommodating her so much as parents. She was also born in 2019, um, in January. So around the time she was a year old and two, two months after she was a year old in March is when COVID hit. Um, things were really, really bad as everybody knows. And she was so young everything was closed. Then we moved to New Mexico shortly after that. And New Mexico was extremely strict on the COVID policies. So there was no dining indoors, nothing like that. So we always had to dine outdoors in the middle of winter um, and stuff like that. And so honestly, we just kind of got accommodated to our routine and our lifestyle. And like, we're very much routine people. So we would always eat out. We're still to this day like this. We eat out every Wednesday night and Saturday night. And Saturday nights, we usually do takeout just because it's easier and less stressful. And we usually watch a movie or whatever. So we just got so accommodating to that, that um, honestly, we've, we have taken our daughter out to restaurants when she was younger, when she was a baby, when she was younger, but not since, not since she's been a toddler now. And, um, you know, we're working on it and this sounds weird, but we, didn't used to do family dinners. Uh, I can't remember if we used to, but I think your life changes so much whenever you move to a different house in the military. Like I created different routines every time we've moved. And I feel like each time I become a better person. And, you know, this move has been the hardest for us. We've been here almost a year and this move has been the hardest for us to adapt. Um, Our daughter doesn't do well with thunderstorms and we live by a highway. So people drive by here a lot. We're not used to um, fireworks was a huge deal 
We are not used to people blaring their music, speeding by, just stuff like that. Like, I just don't think that she's used to those types of noises. And so, like, now everything, like, wakes her up, even if she does have a sound machine. But we didn't used to do family dinners just because, like, my husband and I, so it used to be the routine. We used to give her a bath. She would go down for bed. Then we would work out um, if we had to, if I didn't during the day. And then we would make dinner, take showers, and eat. So it was a little later for us. And, like, I was telling my therapist, like, how my daughter, she kind of makes a lot of excuses of, like, I'm still hungry. And, like, my husband, like, lets her do it. And it messes up our routine. So she was like, why don't you try to implement family dinner two times a week? And I was like, that's perfect. So I've been trying to do that. It worked really good the first time. The second time, not so much. She didn't want anything to do with it, but that's okay. Um, but, you know, we're implementing these small things that I hope are going to help her. And I'm pushing her out of her comfort zone. And we're going to go eat with some friends of hers at daycare. I'm friends with their mom now, too, on Sunday at Olive Garden for Mother's Day. And, like, that's another thing is, like, my husband's going to be gone on Mother's Day. He already gave me my Mother's Day gift and stuff like that. But it's just tough, especially for somebody like me where... Um, you know, and I kind of feel, I'm not a single mom, but I kind of, kind of feel how single moms feel, you know, that don't have any family or for, um, no support system because it really does kind of feel like I have to celebrate me whenever sometimes your kids aren't old enough to get you something. So you're like, then you just celebrate yourself. Um, but he already gave me my gift. He got me, um, these bath bombs. I don't know. He ordered them on Amazon. They're like so cool. I love to take baths a lot. But he was going to get me a Zales, a necklace from Zales. And my life has been falling apart for the past two weeks. Like, does anybody else feel like they just like whenever it rains, it pours, but like, it's not like a huge pour. It's like a little drizzle. Like that's been happening to us. Like these smallest, stupidest things have been happening, but it like, it's like so frustrating because it builds and builds and builds. So anyways, he was ordering Domino's and you get a $3 carryout deal. You get $3 off. So I always had to put the code in because he's like, I don't know. It just never works for him. So I was doing it. It was on his phone, accidentally scrolled over and there was the photo. And I was like, and then I had to tell him like, I know, like he told me like, don't go through my phone. Like I have your mother's day gift, like just be respectful. And I was like, yeah, sure. Well, how does it just accidentally happen like that? Like, I literally was so pissed off at myself. I couldn't even believe it. It's just stupid stuff. Um, Two weeks ago, I woke up Monday morning, got a shirt out of the dryer that I wanted to wear. It had brown shit all over it. It looked like oil stains. I'm like, what the fuck like, is going on? So, whatever. Well, okay, so... I think a couple days before that, I had realized one of my daughter's shirts was like messed up. It was huge stains. Tried to rewash it and it didn't come out. And I was like, whatever, like, I don't know what happened. Then my shirt popped up like that. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then another shirt, it happened to another shirt. And like, it's just been leaving like these streaks on clothing and, you know, I was like, okay, like after it finally ruined a, like two shirts, I was like, okay, I'm going to like run the clean cycle in the wash, ran the clean cycle, put some clothes in, messed it up again. Well, no, I ran the clean cycle, ran the hot side. Like I did some research and if it's because 
um it's like something in the bottom of the washer that gets like accumulated and it was whenever dishwashing whenever dish your detergent mixes with um fabric softener and lo and behold two weeks ago i started using this fabric softener because i was like "Ooh, we're gonna be fancy and use fabric softener now my clothes are fucked up and it was so frustrating because i i just bought this shirt from walmart in the men's section they have the best eight dollar shirts ruined it i got to wear it one time and i was so irritated and like i just kept telling myself it's just eight dollars it's just eight dollars but like then then i started putting things together of like wow it keeps like fucking things up and i'm annoyed about it so ran the clean cycle i ran it again then i ran the hot water did a cycle with that and I washed a load of clothes. My favorite white tank top came out with some light brown stains. Not too noticeable, but I hope that I can get them out. And I was like, fuck off. I'm so annoyed. So ran the clean cycle again. I did laundry and it seems like everything is going well with it. So the point of the story is, is that I'm pissed off because my clothes are getting messed up. I hate that. I'm the type of person who I like to keep I like to like make things last and I get fucking annoyed if something happens like I just don't like that type of shit like I just it makes me annoyed so I'm hoping that I have not yet washed my white clothes though and um so yeah basically if you use fabric softener and detergent and they mix together they create brown shit in your washer they can and leave brown stains so make sure you run the clean cycle and I'm no longer using fabric softener um unless it's like H E kind my husband was like you're not you're only supposed to use H E kind I didn't fucking know that I mean I don't my whole life I've never used fabric salt I was using like a little cap full of vinegar because it's like a natural fabric softener and then I was like well let's let me up my game and get some no don't do that shit don't do that people say vinegar ruin your washer too hasn't for me everything's been doing fine hopefully and it's just like stupid stuff like the necklace the washer I love my job absolutely love it but the technical difficulties are fucking annoying like it seems like every step of the way that I've had to do something like it just never works for the stupidest reason like does not work like one day my login wouldn't work and they said call these folks so I call these folks they don't know what I'm talking about they have to I don't know, make sure I'm the same person I am with my identity. I'm like, I don't understand. Have to email my supervisor. Then I get it going. I get my, my login fixed. They call me, whatever, I'm able to log in. Then my MacBook is not compatible with the healthcare. I hate living here. Like the sounds are so loud. I don't know if you guys could hear it, but it was like a super motorcycle. And they're just like making noises. Anyways, um, it was not compatible for the EMR system, the electronical medical records. And my MacBook would just not open it. And they kept saying like, oh, just download this app. And I said, I did, it's not working. Oh, and before this, there is a way to download Windows on a Mac computer of like something like Microsoft desktop or some shit, Windows. I downloaded it, it magically worked one day. I don't know what the fuck I did. And then the day before I need the windows to work to download the emr system i thought that could be the fix 
the windows won't connect to my computer. Spent two hours after that. Oh, and my daughter had strep throat last week too. She's been, she's finally good now. Um, she had to stay home on my day off and just like all of this shit. So then my, it wouldn't connect to my PC, even though it was just working two days ago. I'm not understanding. And then, you know what? Like the next day I woke up and I tried it for four hours and I was like, fuck it. It's not working with my Mac. I am literally just going to go buy a Windows computer because my work is supposed to be sending me a computer. So I said, cool, let's keep it a moving, buy a computer. Well, now I get my work computer and it has to be hooked up to an Ethernet cord. (sighs) Our room doesn't have an Ethernet cord. Then we tried to move the Wi-Fi box in there and it doesn't work. I don't know. We have AT&T some shit. I don't know. So now I have to call them. I'm just like every little thing is just like, it's just adding up and adding up. And I'm like so fucking annoyed. Like nothing is working correctly. It seems like nothing is working with my job. Like I'm so over technical difficulties. It's the worst thing. And like, like the other day I was on my Mac and I was trying to talk during like a communication over like via zoom and my laptop wasn't working and then I'm like my god like I just I just get so tired of technical difficulties like I know everybody else feels that way but it's even worse whenever you work from home and the only people that you can use are like IT and they're like no idea what you're talking about and I'm like great so I went out and bought a windows laptop that's what I've been using it seems to be working okay windows I hate windows it's fucking slow I just, I like Mac so much better. I have an older Mac. I don't know if I had mentioned this on the podcast, but my Mac was, it's older. It's 2011, I think, or something. I bought it on eBay a couple years ago. Anyways, I don't use it for a lot. I just Google whatever, Google Docs, keep it a moving. So this was the first time I've ever actually had to use it for like other than just surfing the internet or whatever and um like it kept telling me google chrome is no longer about to be supported so i went and i was like maybe i have an update well they no longer release updates for older macs so i got online and tried to update it via something else because like it's an unsupported mac for the update and so i did it well basically that was a whole day ordeal it finally worked but I don't know how I got it to work. I just kept fucking with it and looking up videos and it finally worked. I don't know how it worked. I will never do it again. So like basically I've been having a lot of technical difficulties in a very short period of time and I feel very stressed about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> we are, you know, keeping, trying to keep it positive and like, can we talk about how like annoying it is whenever you're just having a rough time and like my husband, he's like, well, you know, you could be dead. And I'm like, yes, I think, I think every day that I get to wake up and be alive, but it's like, fuck, some of these things are so fucking annoying. I do not understand why it's not working. And like, I'm such a problem solver. I hate whenever I can't find things, whenever things don't go right, whenever I can't fix something. Like I'm a determined Nelly to like, just do everything. I like everything a certain way. And Sometimes I just get frustrated, like, I do not understand. (laughs) But, you know, I'm hoping that I feel like I've got some things worked out and, like, I'm just going to try to keep on my schedule with my husband being gone. And, like, uh, last night I did not sleep at all. 
I get to sleep and it's like five seconds later, I like straight set up out of the bed for no reason. And I just like, this is the first time we've ever lived off a base that he's been gone. So, you know, basically on base, you know, they have a gate, they check your ID, like in basically if you don't have a valid ID, you have to turn around. Visitors have to get a pass most of the time. So it's like, it's a sense of security other than just living in a house where anybody can just walk up to your door. And like, I'm not saying the military bases are like 1000% safe, but it is a little extra security. And, you know, we have cameras, we have our dog, and I'm not like too concerned about that. But it is like a sense of worrisome because it's not the same amount of safe feeling as it used to be. Um, but yeah, so I'm kind of getting used to that. I'm like, I just feel so scared, I guess, of something happening and like me being asleep and like, maybe I listen to way too many crime shows too. So that's another thing. Like I've started listening to the first degree podcast about true crimes. Obviously I will be taking a break from that for two weeks because I cannot physically, my mental health cannot take listening to true crime podcasts while I'm by myself at night. I'm so scared of the dark. Sleep with the lamp on. <laughs> like, I'm just terrified, terrified, terrified. Um, and last week, there is a theme park that is close to where we live. Our house, it's 10 minutes away. And like, it's kind of the only thing to do in this small area of where we live. And we took our daughter and we met um, some people from her daycare. I had, I had met this girl via the spouse's page. She recommended this daycare. Now our daughters go to school at daycare. They like each other. And we talked through Facebook, but I met her face-to-face for the first time at... They did a pizza party for military children at the daycare. I went, I seen her, recognized her, and I was like, hey, like, you are so-and-so, right? She was like, yes, I'm so-and-so. Like, then we were talking. So then she messaged me and was like, hey, you should go, you should get tickets for the theme park. I know you live really close, so that way we can go. I have a season pass. So I did. We ended up going. And we had such a good time. It was so it was so nice. They're the people that we're going to Olive Garden with. And I really think it's good for me and our daughter that we expand our horizons. I really want her to start having friends outside of daycare because it's important for her to interact. And, you know, I think it's good for me. She has two daughters, three and four. And I want to see how they interact and how they behave so that, you know, maybe, you know, we can kind of push our daughter outside of our comfort zone and it also pushes us out of our comfort zone. And, you know, I tell my husband, like, we have to be so, we have to stop being so accommodating. And another thing is, is like, we are considering having more children. So we cannot be so accommodating to her. I don't want her to get used to us accommodating her so much that it's so hard for us to have another child and for her not to be adaptive like that's the problem is she's not adaptive she um you know and it's it's easy because she is an only child and I think that people get so complacent whenever having only just one child that we kind of just do whatever to make it easiest and sometimes that's not always the best and 
you know, she was having trouble with wanting to sleep in her own room. And, you know, my husband was like, I think we finally need to like decorate her room. So we went and bought her like Paw Patrol stuff. I got these stickers of Paw Patrol on Amazon and we hung them up all over the walls. And I was going to get, um, I'm on the hunt for more items to decorate her room with to make her feel more at home so she's not so scared of like thunder and noises that you know and she already sleeps with the lights on and like everything like it's not like she sleeps with the door open the lights on like I've talked about this before and I'm hoping that she'll kind of just get relaxed a little bit more and so yeah that's what we're hoping but, you know, I think things are on the up and up. I hope so. Um, I don't know. I also, you know, I think it's so interesting the way that we as humans do things so differently. Um, I don't know. I feel like before we were a military family, I feel like I was very complacent. I did the same routines. But now that we're a military family, um, every place that we go changes so much, your environment changes, but also the way that I am a homemaker changes so much. Um, and you know, I really would like to discuss some things that I do that I was not taught later on. Um, you know, we all know that sometimes parents don't teach their kids how to clean and keep a clean space. They just expect it to be done. And then we as adults, we get busy and then we feel like, I just don't know how to do it. So I'm just not going to do it. And that's kind of how I feel about being a homemaker sometimes. And, you know, I would really love to tell people and give advice about the things that I've learned Um, about being a homemaker and I definitely think that you know some tips that I have learned is that well one I hate spending a lot of money on cleaning supplies so I make sure that the cleaning supplies that I do have that can be universal and used a lot Um, and I hate using bleach I hate using bleach because I am scared that it's going to stain my clothing while I'm cleaning And I do not use washcloths because I don't want to wash them and put them in the washer and then bleach my clothes. So I use a lot of paper towels. I'm not a fan of Clorox wipes for big cleaning because I hate the way that I hate the wetness on my hands. Like I hate that, you know, and I just think it's important for everybody to find their own mojo when cleaning. And, you know, one thing that um, having a daughter has taught me is that, you know, my mom always used to say like, if you're going to half-ass it, don't do it at all. And I I completely disagree with that. In some aspects of my life, I totally agree with that. But whenever it comes to being a homemaker, like I feel like if you can at least half-ass do something, that helps take the load off. So, you know, maybe one day I feel like cleaning the toilet. So I'm going to go ahead, clean the toilet, do it correctly, and it's going to take about five minutes. And, you know, that's one less thing in the bathroom. So now, you know, and it's also like if the sink, if the sink starts to pile up, I'm putting things away, I'm wiping, I'm cleaning the sink, 
You know, I don't think that you have to clean a whole space all at once. And I think that it's really important that people, I'm, I'm, I'm huge. There are three things, like there are two things that I'm huge about. I hate trash being around. So I am like a crazy person about trash. If there's trash, I'm constantly throwing it away. I'm taking out the trash because trash piles up and it makes it even more overwhelming than it was before. Um, and number two is, is that, oh, what was I going to say? The trash and, oh, putting things, so if you're working in one space and you say, oh, this doesn't go in this room. Oh, this goes elsewhere. I put everything in a big pile and then I just... I till the I wait that wait and put that till the end because it can get overwhelming. That's how you get distracted and such like that. Um, you know, and also I always try to schedule things and keep a routine. So we're only three people. We don't have a lot of laundry, but sometimes we do. But I always do laundry on Fridays. I always put a load in, put it in the dryer, and then I'll put it up. And then I do a load on Sunday. Sometimes it'll sit in the dryer for two days or so. But we have such a small laundry room in this house that I bought a, not a clothes hamper, but it could be used as um, a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a decorative thing. I don't know. This lady on TikTok, she had one for her laundry. I thought it was like, nice. Anyways, it can be doubled as a decorative tub thing, but it's not a tub. I don't know. What the fuck? How do you say it? Anyways. Um, I put my laundry in it and I leave it on top of the washer. And now I used to fold clothes in the laundry room, but our laundry room is so small. It was getting so piled up. Now I take it in our bed and I fold it, put everything away because the hangers are right there for our clothes. It's right in our room. And then I just separate our daughter's stuff put it in her basket and then bring it directly in here. So like, I think it's just about finding things that work for you. And lastly, I am such a stickler for the freaking dirty floor. Like I can't, I have sensory issues about the dirty ass floor. Can't have shit on my feet. Hate whenever my feet like get dirt on them. Like I went and bought house shoes like three months ago and it changed my life because I only wear my house shoes inside and I like them because I don't have to like, it's not that our floor is like dirty, dirty, but like we have a dog. So the dog hair, the dust and like our daughter and my husband like to play outside a lot. So it just gets really dirty with the dirt and like, I cannot stand it. And so now I've kind of got to the point where I used to only Swiffer, but now I actually, I have a mop in a bucket, but I want to get the one where you like spin your foot. And then you can use the O-Cedar mob to like do the walls too. But I just haven't got to that yet because I just do not want to spend the money yet. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's all about finding what works for you. I like the Swiffer on a fast, easy process. But, you know, now I'm into the mop and I'll probably transition to the Swiffer for a little while and then back to the mop, whatever. You know, and I think being a homemaker is for everyone. Like as a male, you want to be clean and you you want to be clean. Like, it's not just a woman's job to take care of you. It's not your mom's. It's not your girlfriend, your wife, whomever. Like, we as individuals need to be clean. And I think we as wives or spouses take upon ourselves, like, we have to do this and we are expected to do that. And it's like, honestly, since my husband and I 
we are celebrating our four-year anniversary on June 1st, our marriage anniversary. And I no longer go out of my way. Like, if he doesn't pick up something, and, you know, I just don't go out of my way anymore. It's not that I don't love him, but, you know, I just remember a time he was really busy. He was in um, training to be a pilot. And this girl, she was like, well, I meal prep for my husband, so it's easier. So one day... I sacrificed my church time and I meal prepped a huge thing of chicken for him and rice and all this. And I listened to my church service on my phone and he left it in the fridge one day, didn't eat it. And I was like, you know what? No longer after that. So, you know what? If my husband's clothes are dirty and they're still sitting in the bag, whenever he gets back home and he doesn't unpack it, the laundry will not be done. But do not come to me and be like, I don't have any underwear or shirts to wear to work. Well, you that was your fault. You need to be a good human and unpack this bag. You know, and I just feel like we as homemakers feel a huge amount of pressure. So anyways, I, I know this is kind of all over the place, but I, I hope somebody got something out of it. And happy Mother's Day. You are great. You are a great mom. Um, and we are going to keep it a moving. So see you next time.